This is the Northern Superior Brewing Company Upload Strike Zone Edition, hosted by Connor Henderson and David McCaig Jr. Northern Superior Brewing Company is located in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada, where there are many beer options available for purchase or delivery, and where we're superior and it's a northern thing. Make sure to follow Northern Superior Brewing Company on Facebook, tagged at Northern Superior, and on Instagram, tagged at Northern Superior Co., or the website, northernsuperior.org. The Gain Sports Show and Gem are fortunate and grateful to have Northern Superior Brewing Company a part of our sponsorship family and if you haven't already started to put in your order for some delicious beer, you're certainly missing out. So get to it. Now let's chat some baseball. Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show. This is the Strike Zone Edition presented by Nolan Superior Brewing Company. It is your host, David McCaig Jr. And I'm joined by my co-host here on the show. And actually, I should say the main host of Strike Zone. And I'm the co-host per se. But nonetheless, let's introduce him. The one, the only the handsome, the amazing Connor Henderson. Connor, how are you, my friend? Dave, I like to think of this as a joint relationship, whether the co or the pure host. I'm just glad I'm doing it with you. Oh, I love that. See, great love on a day that should be having much love. Well, every day should have love in it towards everybody. But today is a Father's Day edition upload here for the Game Sports Show. And it's very fitting that we have a baseball edition for this upload. But Connor, before we dive into the show, into the agenda of the show, I want to make sure I plug some information about Northern Superior Brewing Company. Northern Superior Brewing Company just opened their new tap room. It is fantastic, okay? If you haven't had the chance to go enjoy some outdoor dining, if you will, because of our COVID restrictions that have lifted here in Ontario, or just if you're passing through the Sioux, if you're allowed to travel with the exceptional uh, kind of disregard uh, to any kind of COVID protocols, and you're allowed to travel through as an essential individual, lucky you. But either way, if you're inside the Sault Ste. Marie community, Northern Superior Brewing Company and their new tap room is fantastic. They got beanie toss in there. They have Delicious beer, obviously. I'm sitting here enjoying a nice 55 from Northern Superior Brewing Company. Give them a follow on Facebook and Instagram as well. Check out their website, northernsuperior.org. And I will say it one more time, okay? It's like seeing a fastball three times. You should hit it on the third time, maybe. Uh, is go down to the tap room, the new and improved tap room. It is fantastic. Now, Connor, you know, baseball, we got a lot of news. You and I... Haven't had the chance to have a show in quite a while. Our shows are quite spaced out. Obviously, we have a lot of other shows on this platform. Obviously, we've been quite occupied as well. And we, when we do have a show, a show, though, we have lots of content to dive into. So I'll state what the agenda is going to be. Then I'm going to transition over to you to get us started and get the lead off and try to get us a single or a double for those key guys in the batting order, if you will. We're going to talk, obviously, some Father's Day. You got some great information that you want to have demonstrated here on the show. We'll have that first. We'll have secondly, we have Spider Tack. If I, if you know, you know. If thirdly, we have Shai Otani and Vlad Guerrero battle. Then we'll have the Toronto Blue Jays and their bullpen mess, which is absolutely devastating to watch as a Blue Jay fan at this current time. Then we're going to end the show with the game sports show Renegades. Now, what does this tie into? This will tie into some local baseball recap in the Algoma region per se and for those listeners who are outside of Algoma if you're in the United States if you're in Europe southern Ontario well maybe that news won't pertain to you but if you want to stick around and and hear some open men's league baseball and just some baseball local news here in the Sioux for some positivity for some sports that are reopening 
make sure you stick around for that. Connor, let's go over to you first to talk our opener here and some Father's Day kind of treats and maybe a little video clip in there. You know what, Dave? I've just realized whether it's Easter edition, Valentine's Day edition, Father's Day, we're running out of holidays to have shows for for the game sports show. And so uh, true. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad we get to spend them uh, together. You know, you're like a, a parental figure to me into the radio world and um, a parental figure to, to us all here at the game. So um, I'd, uh, some people get a kick out of that, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, for sure. Um, Father's Day edition. I thought it'd be super wholesome if we played this really fun clip of Joey Votto talking about his late father, and, and how proud he would be of Joey's career. So let's play that clip for us right now, Dave. Singing about this last night in bed, and uh, my mom always told me I had my father's temper and my late father's temper. And um, I was thinking about, you know, as today, today being Father's Day, I was thinking about would he have been proud? And, uh, yeah, he would have, for sure. So, happy Father's Day, everyone. Very touching clip there by Joey Votto. And may I add, Joey Votto is Canadian, for those who may not know. If you don't know, don't know, you might have to come check in to talk to me over here. Nonetheless, that is a fantastic a clip and a little bit of love towards a Father's Day. And, obviously, when you have the news and not – have your father around it's certainly uh, you know devastating to have that kind of happen to you uh, fortunately i you know my father is uh, still around of course uh, that and i talk about him a lot on the show that's why people uh, know because him and i are two different individuals and uh, in terms of personality you know if i talk radio to him i might lose him but when he talks trades kind of category stuff to me i, I lose him so you know it, at the end of the day for him to say you know how there's a lot of similarities there that's very uh, touching and the ending there proud you know that's all you aim to be for each other if you're father son or son to father it is being proud for each other connor absolutely dave now let's take a hard right turn into more controversy because we can't stay wholesome on this show for too long spider tack for those of you who don't know uh illegal substances are often used in baseball to give pitchers the ability to throw their ball with more control, throw their ball with more spin, uh, and throw their ball with more break on, for example, a curve ball that might have a more dramatic curve because of a foreign substance. Uh, people have seen pine tar be used as a substance that's sticky, and more recently, spider tack is this new fancy uh, verb or phrase that's being thrown around and uh, essentially, it's, it serves the same purpose, and the league has recently cracked down on the foreign substances, which has let uh, some premier pitchers in the MLB, guys like Garrett Cole and Tyler Glasnow, uh, come to the podium um, with just the most cringeworthy uh, audio clips that, that you'll ever hear from a professional athlete, Glasnow sounding like he's in tears because he can't cheat, um, and he's attributing his recent injury to the fact that he's not allowed to cheat anymore. And Garrett Cole, who was widely reported to use spider tack, having zero preparation in his uh, 
in his answer for when he was confronted with the use of, of spider attack. And I believe Dave has a clip that he might share with us all. I certainly do. And before I even play that, every time I hear spider attack, I'm thinking that they're using Spider-Man webs or something. Peter Parker is donating his equipment to, to baseball. But jokes aside, let's get to that clip right now. And have you ever used spider attack while pitching? Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if uh, I don't know quite. I don't quite know how to answer that, to be honest. Um, I mean, there are customs and practices that have been passed down from older players to younger players, from the last generation of players to this generation of players, and um, you know, I I think. Uh, I think there are some things that are certainly out of bounds in that regard, and and uh, I've stood pretty stood pretty firm in, in terms of that, uh, in terms of the communication between our peers and whatnot, um, you know. And and I again, like I mentioned earlier, there's you know this is important to a lot of people that love the game, and this is including including the players in this room, including fans, including you know teams. And so if MLB wants to you know, legislate some more stuff. That's a conversation that we can have um, because ultimately we should all be pulling in the same direction on this. <laughs> I was cringing the entire time. He was staring at the camera. Okay. To the live part of that interview, not knowing what the fuck to say at all during that entire time, because uh, <laughs> I don't want to start accusing Garrett Cole, but obviously he'd be using something. <laughs> I don't know if he, you know, was couldn't just admit it. I don't know if he if he smoked a dub before he went up on the stage there and zoned out. No idea. Nonetheless, Connor, this another controversy to bring up here. We we can't do a show without one. I I, I say this every time, but it's it's comical at this point. Uh, Dave, do you think that like if you were an agent for Garrett Cole or Tyler Glasnow? Um, you would have an answer prepped and ready for this exact situation? Or would you just let your client get fend for himself in the wild with these sorts of questions? I think that they should have had some prepared because if this has been an issue that they weren't aware of, but like, honestly, if they weren't aware this wasn't going to be asked, then that's, then that's horrible because this is an issue. And obviously he should have known going on, especially when you have particular type of questions that you got to be prepared for anything, even have your agent in your ears, whatever you got to have. Maybe he did. <laughs> Maybe he had a little invisible, you know, ear plug in his ear trying to figure it out. But I think he's got to be more prepared. And if he's not prepared, then if those are the type of answers that he's going to have, he's not prepared, then he's screwed for the rest of his career. Cause I'm sure there'll be more questions. that will come up eventually. Absolutely. And the bright side for him is, you know, he's got his $300 million contract. You know, he he's sitting pretty. He is sitting more than pretty and he's playing for his favorite team. You know, he's playing for arguably the most profitable team in baseball up there. Uh, obviously, Garrett Cole is you know, very happy to be inside New York. And <laughs> I don't know if it's because he's a former Astro or something like that, if that kind of intertwines with controversy following him. But, you know, jokes aside, it's, uh, it, it's interesting to see uh, that all, all these kind of controversies that are coming up in this one in particular. Uh, spider tack. You know, what's next? Is it going to be 
like, are they going to start using feces or something? Like, I'm sorry. Like, there's always something that gets caught up in baseball. And, you know, it's beginning to be comical about all the controversies that occur. Absolutely. If you're not cheating, you're not playing baseball, apparently. When this announcement went out, there's a pitcher in the MLB named Yu Darvish. He was very, very um, uh, good and dominant for many years. Um, within the last five or 10 years or so, the, the moment this announcement came out, apparently the spin rates on his pitches dropped like 10, over 10% or something like that. Some, some dramatic amount uh, of uh, decrease in his, in his spin rates. Um, for those of you who don't know, this is very, very inside baseball, but spin rate is how many revolutions the ball spins before it, it crosses home plate when you pitch. And if I throw 90 miles an hour and Dave McKegg throws 90 miles an hour, but Dave's ball has a higher spin rate, all else being equal, um, his ball is going to be harder to hit. Um, it's more deceptive. It's harder to pick up on the eye um, and it has more movement. Um, so that's why these sorts of things like spider tack, it, it provides a, a very strong advantage and it's it's funny to see the direct correlation with spin rates decreasing the moment the MLB announces this this lockdown or this this crackdown. Uh, you know what? Honestly, if, first off, if I ever have a like a better fastball than you in any way, I should be getting going for testing anyways, or just make sure I'm okay because that's a that's a funny one off the hop there. But you have uh, the MLB has to try to keep this under wraps. Okay, the MLB has had a lot of bullshit happen then the every I mean, we say it every time every show uh, something comes up in a year uh, you, there's something that always occurs okay i can remember being a kid with sammy sosa you know corking his bat you know there's there's always something in baseball that arises okay and then when you think of um, you think of baseball to the steroids that's probably the biggest the biggest obviously uh, controversy that they've had next to you know I, always, I think the Astros controversy is really huge as well but as you can see the ones that stick into my mind a lot are of course uh, the 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 allegations within baseball and it's just they got to keep it under wraps Connor you know they got to figure it out they they have to and when things occur that are that are out of their control how they're going to be able to be prepared for it to not turn into kind of a, a circus or have these type of medias where the baseball is on the forefront of the sound bites of the week or the year because of their disastrous kind of uh, topics that occur or issues that occur on the field that they're either a, like I said, unable to monitor or, or B un- or not prepared for. Could you imagine if like LeBron James busted out like, super sticky spider-man webs in the middle of an nba game and just started like dunking from half court because he had such great you know grip like th- this shit is hilarious dave and um it just keeps coming wave after wave but uh the biggest thing in sports in the world of baseball aside from the spider attack controversy would be the mvp race especially in the al between shohei Atani. And Vladimir Guerrero Jr., where do you stand on the battle between these two Titans? You know what? Honestly, Titans is a great way to put it. You know what? And Vlad Jr., okay, if you compare his year to Vlad Sr. and his MVP year, there's a lot of mirroring numbers, but Vlad Jr. actually has better stats. The thing is with Vlad Jr., okay, that might hinder him a bit here from being ahead of Otani, 
is how Otani can pitch. You know, Otani is an all-around baseball player, and I don't mean that that Vlad isn't in terms of I think he's done better defensively. I think he's improving each year. He's lost a lot of weight. Uh, he's really a strong athlete. He's an absolute beast. The guy is hitting home runs like they're you know going out of style. But Otani, there's a guy who has great pitching numbers as well. And when do you, we've already talked about this on the show, you know, he broke a record that only Babe Ruth had, right? I forget which one it is top of my head, but they, they, he already has done something that a lot of players are unable to do that we see in the modern area, modern, modern era of baseball. I want Vlad to win Connor because that's biased, but also, you know, for Canada, for, uh, you know, someone being, you know, 20, 21 years old and, having the year that he is and just it's fantastic. I hope it is Vlad and I'm cheering for him all around. Even if I wasn't a Blue Jay fan, I'd be cheering for Vlad because of it being uh, just a, the way he is at bat and how he could change the game in one swing. But honestly, I think you might agree with this. The reason why that Otani has the edge is because he can play both positions. And I think when it comes down to it, if Otani can keep up with Vlad the entirety of the year for, for, for hitting home runs and putting up the statistic numbers on offense, I think it's going to be hard not to choose Otani. I completely agree, Dave. Actually, this morning, right before the show, Otani hit his 23rd home run to tie Vladdy in the race. So um, unless Vladdy starts warming up, and and starts pumping 95 mile an hour heaters from the mound of the Rogers Center. I, it, he's going to be hard pressed uh, to to win the MVP. As much as I'd, I'd like to see him win it, because as you mentioned, like it's great for Canada. And when the Jays do well, our local baseball explodes and enrollment kicks in, and you know people are playing. And um, for me and you know the community, I love to see that. So. Um, if Vladdy wins, like I'll be happy, but it looks like it's Shohei's race to lose at the moment. It is. And the, the big thing is, is that speaking of Toronto fans too, I, Vlad, Bichette and Biggio haven't had much time at, at uh, the Rogers center. You know, they, they haven't had time at that ball field because of COVID the past couple seasons. And I'm hoping that Toronto uh, is able to host games in the near future. If it's end of July, uh, if it's August, September 1st, who knows when it may be. But I'm going to call out something right now before we go to our next topic. And that is that if this year we go to play in Toronto, okay, and there are no fans ex- at all, and what I mean by no fans, the usual 17, 18,000 that we get, they should move the team from Toronto, okay? Like, I'm telling you right now, that stadium needs to have the 50,000-plus, okay, in that ball field at all times. When they come back, it better be sold out for the next five fucking years, okay? I'm telling you right now. Like, the way we're begging for teams to come play and be at sports stadiums, no matter what all the Blue Jays are doing, winning, losing, mediocre, average, above average, whatever it may be, Make sure we get out there and actually be at the ball field. I swear to God. If I do not see fans selling out that stadium, I will lose all hope as a Jays fan from a respect perspective and believe that we're all bandwagon jumpers, opposed to yours truly, who has been a devoted Blue Jay fan since I was can remember. And watching the Carlos Delgados, the 
uh, Alex Rios's and watching uh, some memorable home runs with John McDonald. And after it was speaking of Father's Day, when he hit a home run the week after his father passed away, you know, I've seen a lot of moments in baseball, Bautista bat flip, you know, and I've seen this as a true fan. I've sat through them when they only had 10,000 fans in the stadium to when they were sold out. If you are a Blue Jay fan, and you want to support this team, not only can you do it through online, just when we're able to have fans, get your ass to the stadium. End of story. Connor, we got a couple topics to get to. Obviously, it's a little bit shorter of time tonight. Blue Jays bullpen. I'm going to give you the round with this, and then I'll end it uh, before we close it with some baseball for local. You know, Dave, you gave me um, a very interesting timbit before the start of the show where you said that over half of the losses this season can be attributed to the Blue Jays bullpen blowing a lead or a tie situation. Um, That seems very high uh, to me. And, you know, that's that's sort of where the narrative's at right now. Charlie Montoyo is uh, on the hot seat. He's been facing a lot of criticism uh, for these late game uh, you know, choke jobs. And the Jays have only won one series in the past calendar month, uh, just recently against the Orioles. This is not uh, not a fun time to be a Blue Jays fan, um, which is, is sad because there is so much hope with this team. It's not like we expected them to pl- come out and, and be a flat tire fourth place team. Um, they're showing that they have these flashes of excellence, which makes it all the more frustrating when they can't convert on these W's. No, you know what? It's really annoying, okay, because when you go in, yes, they've had injuries, uh, Merriweather, uh, Kirby Yates. uh, It comes down to a point where it's like, okay, he's nearing back. People, and I was talking about this too, I'm to my girlfriend's father. I'll fly it out to you. He brought up a very good point. He mentioned in baseball, okay, you got guys like us, Connor, or even himself that play soul pitch, and we run to first base, no problem, okay? The last time I picked up a fucking weight was in 2018, okay? I don't even think I've picked up a weight since. I don't think I've really worked out since, okay? Like I said in our group chat, that I think I've gained 25 pounds. I weigh 217 pounds right now. I played ball last time we played, at 199, okay? I've gained 18 pounds since our last baseball season, okay? I might have lost my leadoff position because of this. But nonetheless, and jokes aside, we can run to first. I can run to second. I can run to third. I've had triples in my life. Connor can second that. I've had triples. I've had doubles. And I do it with some mad speed, let me tell you. Now, interesting to see now. But I never once have pulled an oblique, tore an oblique, whatever, never strained a calf, never had a, a, an inflex quad, whatever words that they use, the quadcep, the bicep, uh, midcep, uh, bitcep, I call it, okay? every They have everything going on under the sun. You have Springer who has a fatigue leg. Okay, less I wake up with a fatigue leg and a fatigue back on a daily basis, okay? I, I, all year, I've been hearing excuses about injuries. George Springer has barely played. I think he's played under five games. He's only played three games before he got pulled out against the Braves. Merriweather gets hurt. Kirby Yates out for the year. Okay, you you have injuries on this team. Yes, but they've still done fantastic. Okay, and now their bullpen is a joke. They were good at the start for the first 15 games. They got figured out, and they got figured out real quick. Okay, real, real, real quick. And at the end of the day, you have a team 
okay, that is not performing well on the bullpen end. Offensively, this team is a juggernaut, in my opinion. I love their offense. They have their deep. They have a Rowdy Tellez or a Randall Gritchick or a Teoscar Hernandez who's going to be out of the lineup on a DH or a, a, on the bench when George comes back. And we all know that's going to be Rowdy Tellez, which is a pretty darn good pinch hitter if you need it in the late innings. They have depth on there. They have Danny Jansen, they have McGuire, they have Kirk when Kirk can actually – he picks up his speed and doesn't tore, tear a groin running to first base. Well, I don't know what the trainers are doing on the Blue Jays. Okay, I don't know what they're giving these guys. They're making them tear their obliques or fatigue leg. But they have a deep team, Connor. All right, that's not the problem. Pitching, hey, Ryu's Ryu. Okay, I think Mats has been okay. He's had some shit starts, but he's been okay. Ross Stripling, he strikes out a lot or strikes out a lot of guys. The pitching hasn't been bad from the starting perspective. Robbie Ray is an absolute. You see those quads on Robbie Ray, Connor? Mike, hmm. right? My God, okay, like those are that guy's that guy lifts a weight, let me tell you. And they are in shape, okay? Their bullpen is a disaster. That's why they're losing. They go out and get Jake Barnes from the Mets, who has an ERA of six thirty-seven or something ridiculous, okay? I would much rather bring back Steve Delabar for Christ's sake, and a guy <laughs> throwing a ball God knows when. I listen, Ross Atkins, Shapiro, you know, they've done some moves, okay. But Charlie Montoyo, okay, he is on the hot seat, and it's unfortunate how the manager does get on the hot seat, but he's he's misusing that bullpen, and on top of that misusing, he doesn't have the fucking talent anyways to provide, okay? That, like, I'm sorry, there's not a lot of exceptional guys. Trent Thornton's a, is pretty good. Dali's, no. Uh, listen, the guy is not a true closer. They're trying to make it work as best they can, but they're wasting a team that has such superior offensive numbers this year, okay, and they are absolutely flushing it down the toilet because when the seventh inning and they're up 6-1 and they lose the game 11-7, to <laughs> like that is inappropriate. That's just not right. Okay, Connor, I know I took a lot of air time there, okay. Obviously, flat out going to say right now, the bullpen, If you this year would be a waste of a year if they don't make the playoffs again. They have to do something without forfeiting too much of the future to address that bullpen. They need guys that are going to come in that the starters will get you to six. They just need a couple guys to get through seven, eight, nine. And Jordan Romano can only do so much. I think he's a stud. I love Jordan Romano. That's one of their only bright spots in their bullpen. All right. They need to address this quickly. Okay. And I went on both tangents there, both the bullpen and their injury, Connor. So I'll let you kind of have a couple, a minute or a couple minutes to yourself there on my, uh, give me some feedback uh, with what I just said and your opinions about the Blue Jays. Dave, I can't wait till we can get back in the studio because I'm sitting here dying of laughter, trying not to, because the audio will cut in and like when I speak or laugh, like it'll cut into yours with the uh, with the over long distance audio, and I'm I'm killing myself because that was a vintage, a vintage Dave McKegg Jr. Uh, rant, and I love it. That's why we tune into this show. And I, you nailed it, man. Like Jesus, if I could get Steve Delabar out, uh, you know, throwing throwing probably what would be a, a couple 84 mile an hour heaters right now, just to somebody get out there and close a game out for us, please. Oh my goodness. Um, I might need us to go out there and close. And listen, hey. I had an ERA under four in men's league. I think you had an ERA under one, for God's sake. So you got to get you maybe out there. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll see. I, I'd love to. I, I, you know what? Give me, give me the call. I, I, we'll be there. You know. And you, you touched upon something very interesting: is the, the injuries that that seem to be coming out of nowhere. Um, and it made me wonder for a moment. You know, oftentimes you'll hear, "Oh, pitchers blow out their arms now because they're." They're reaching like the peak human performance of like you can't throw 99, you know, four times a week, 100 pitches a game. Like you're going to blow your your elbow and, and you're going to need Tommy John. But, you know, players, they're pushing their bodies in, in similar ways. All the uh, training and, and you're very locked into the hockey scene, Dave. Um, this word that gets used a lot, especially for, for guys who are training to try to make it to the O, try to make it to the N, is explosive training um you want to you want to pop you want to explode you need power and speed it's not just about looking good for the beach but you want to you want to pop you want to you want to have torque and athleticism and i wonder if that sort of training um while it does provide for for enhanced results on the field the human body just can't handle it as as well as in the old days where it's like okay well you know, pick up a couple dumbbells, do a couple curls, do a couple squats, and, and call it a day. You know what? Honestly, I can't fathom any of this. All right, I, I just but they're the injuries when it comes to baseball, comes to soccer where they pretty much swan dive when they get blown on from someone going like that. I don't know if anyone got the extra the blow from the microphone there. Okay, but it'd be a lot more beneficial. We have video so you can see my facial expressions and you could have saw my rant. You would have loved that. Uh, But you you have a circumstance where it's like, okay, Springer's getting $25 million, not $25, not $25,000, not $25,000 a game. Well, maybe it is. I forget how much it is a game. I'm not going to say that last part for him. I don't have a calculator in front of me. I'm not going to say that I know math that well top of my head. Nonetheless, $25 million, okay, a, a year for this guy. And this guy is imperable. He passes a physical. He's in impeccable shape. Uh, unfortunately, gets hurt in the spring training. All right. Comes out, starts, you know, gets hurt throughout the year. All right. Comes out, oh, fatigue leg. Okay, fatigue leg. Now he comes up, plays a couple games. Oh, the fatigue leg. Whatever the hell happened. I think I don't know if it was fatigue leg twice. Nonetheless, Going down the first baseline, oh, I got to sub out, coach. Why? My leg's fatigued. If I said that to my coach in hockey, he would have took my stick, grabbed me by the throat with the stick, okay, somehow, ripped off my helmet, and beat the fuck out of me. Now, that's abuse. Coaches, please don't do that. But I come from a very tough era, from hockey time. So, and no coach ever did that to me, flat out. I know a lot of people listen to this. Jokes aside to that, because that's, well, not really a joke, but... That would never happen in hockey. It doesn't happen in football. Basketball, yeah, it happens. It happens in soccer. It happens in baseball. These injuries that I have never heard of. You got guys in tennis running back and forth, back and forth, back and forth on clay, grass, gravel, whatever the hell they're running on, sliding. Bianca, Bianca Drescu is literally doing the splits, hitting the fucking tennis ball against Serena Williams. Okay, and she's tearing groin. She's doing everything, and she still battles out a tournament. Listen, I'm not one to critique. I'm not one to criticize. I'm not one to make doubts. But holy fuck, get in shape or something. Do you guys work out at all? Like, listen, like I said, I will race Springer. I'll lose. 
But I guarantee you I can run up and down that first base more than he can because he will get hurt first. I won't. That's what I get from George Springer this year. Alejandro Kirk can't even tie my shoes to run. Okay, not even that. I can't even tie his shoes to even tie his shoes to play baseball. Okay, but I'm saying speed-wise, me, Connor, I can get a bunch of guys that drink beer for a living after they're done school or working and are in better running shape and get less hurt than I don't understand. That's 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 maybe the 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 maybe I sound like an idiot saying that. Maybe I'm being too much. I don't know, Connor. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, I obviously with, with on our show, we bring the news and everything positive as well as we can. But when I hear of these injuries, like, oh, my God, like, are you serious? Like, have you ever told a coach you had a leg fatigue, Connor, ever? I, I don't even know what a leg f- fatigue is. Like, I didn't know that was a diagnosis. But I mean, I obviously we want these players to be as healthy as they can. The concern is, is why there's so many. Like, we know baseball is a grind. Um you know, it's sad that these injuries are happening. I'm sure these guys want to be on the field um, and they're looking out for their well-being. But like a question has to be asked, like why now when we have better medicine and better training and better prep and better food, do these injuries seem to be occurring in ways that, that we didn't see in the past 20 or 30 uh, years or so? I, that's a question that I, I feel like hopefully um, some people listening in the audience and all the you know, young scholars out there are uh, hoping to, to solve as, as we learn more and more about the body and, and what sort of works and what doesn't. Did I go too far by chance? Dave, you remember that? I don't know if you've ever seen, there's this television program called Mr. D where the teacher Jerry D races against um, <laughs> like Canadian sprinting legend. And, um, and you know, he talks about his, his great high school days sprinting and, and all I could picture was you lining up on the track at John Rhodes uh just 1v1ing George Springer I'd love to see it oh yeah if, if for some reason George hears this I'm gonna flat out make sure I tell listeners right now that I cannot compete with any of these guys in the majors in terms of hitting batting no 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 not even not even I can't even wear their laces okay but speed put the balls away the bats let's have a run would I lose probably but I'm very confident based on the injuries that I'm hearing from people just running to first base, Kirk, Kirk, Springer, hearing guys running to first. And then these are only Blue Jay players. I mean, I don't mention anyone else from any other teams to be very, uh, very rude towards the Blue Jays, if you will. But I feel like I can handle it and I do not work out or get paid $25 million. Get the hell back in the lineup, Springer. Do what you got to do. Pitchers get healthy. Ross Adkins, make a good trade. Bolster up this bullpen for once. We haven't had a good bullpen in who knows how long. Even when we had those runs, don't waste this talent. If you waste this talent, they're not going to want to stay around when their contracts are done, whenever that may be. Make this team a winner. Let's win multiple championships, not just one. We already have enough Toronto teams that choke enough as it is. Okay, that's not choke because we are bullpens the choke part. Okay. This isn't a team issue. This is a bullpen issue, not a team issue. Thumbs up, though, to the offense and Vlad. Love that offense. It's sexy as hell. Now, Connor, I don't know if you have any final thoughts with that or if you want to transition to our last topic with local because we have a little bit of local to dive into here. Yeah, let's go into local. All right, so baseball registration has opened up, and you have until June 24th. 
think that dates right, uh, that to sign up for baseball. Now it goes with youth baseball uh, and goes up the ranks from youth and up. And then, of course, it goes to open. So I will say if you want to sign up your son, your daughter, uh, you know, to to play baseball this year, you can get the registration link from us on the Game Sports Show if needed. But also, uh, if you want to go on to the website, the fees have went down this year. And obviously, the fees have went down just due to COVID. And, of course, Connor, baseball registration all comes up with the Blue Jays if they're successful. But even that aside, it's to get active, to get out there and actually play the sport and get, you know, we've spent the last year and a half inside and to get inside you go to there's a sue minor baseball okay they have a the link they have a facebook page you can go to they uploaded a post on uh, june the 16th it's sueball.com that's where they quote unquote said they're excited to announce the reopening of youth baseball in sault st marie please go to their website sueball.com for all news information to ensure your child or children are able to participate this summer so Connor, I believe that was you that shared that on the group. Uh, so I want you to kind of dive into it. Obviously, you have a lot of ties with the Black Sox. And then we're going to get into the Open, where the game sports show Renegades are back on the field, baby. Yeah, absolutely, Dave. It's just great to be able to start talking about getting the chance to, to get out of the house and bring your kid down to the ballpark, uh, go out with your friends, spend a day, uh, drink some water, stay hydrated. Uh, and, and just have a, have a fun time getting out of the house. And with vaccination rates increasing and numbers going down in Ontario, uh, it, it's just a really exciting time. And I can't wait. So, yeah, SueBall.com, S-O-O-B-A-L-L.com. Uh, that's where you want to register. Sign up your kid. Uh, as Dave mentioned, fees are down this year because we've got a shortened schedule. Uh, but that's OK. Uh, as long as we can get out on the field and get playing, it will be a fun time. I cannot wait to go on third base again and watch you at the mound, my friend. Speaking of that, the Game Sports Show Renegades is back in action. Now, Connor, what is the Game Sports Show Renegades? Game Sports Show Renegades was my retirement plan after I graduated from competitive baseball for the Black Sox. And I met this this young, strapping gentleman with a radio show named Dave McKegg Jr. uh, And all of his buddies, who were normally hockey studs, in Sault Ste. Marie who decided to spend their summers grinding it out at the baseball park. And it's been a hell of a time just getting out there, relaxing, competing hard and uh, having fun in our open league down at Sinclair Yards. Once again, if you wanted to sign up for that open league, as long as you're above 16 years old, uh, you can sign up at SueBall.com. And hopefully uh, if you do that, you could get the chance to play against your your favorite radio hosts, Dave McKegg and and uh, myself as as well. We always have good teams. We had Sioux College make a team last uh, when the season was up. Uh, we have we had a team from across the river. We don't expect the team from across the river to rejoin, unfortunately, because of the border issue at this current time. That could change, obviously. But we encourage you if you're you know of the age group to play open and you even just want to get into it with beginner intermediate advanced whatever it may be get in and get involved you can join it's so fun with the more players we have the better the more games we get to play uh, it's certainly going to be excited to be back on the field i am absolutely pumped and the game sports show renegades have lost in the finals and we've lost in the semifinals twice i believe if i remember correctly i know 
it's been a couple of heartbreaking uh, couple of years. You know, we need to get that title uh, for the Game Sports Show to put up in our mantle. The Game Sports Show Men's League Team 2 lost in the finals of the big coveted known Mayor's Cup in town. So it seems like we're kind of cursed when it comes to winning. Hopefully we can end that trait this year. Connor, my friend, getting to the conclusion here. It's been a pleasure. Uh, it's been fun. I know for probably the 38 minutes or so that we've been recording, 39-ish, 40-ish minutes, I probably did a last – the last 20 minutes, I did about 15 minutes of me talking and ranting. So I appreciate you staying online and not leaving, and also the listeners are staying on. But, Connor, my friend, it's always a pleasure. We'll make sure that we don't wait as long for our next upload. We try to do one bi-weekly at, at the absolute most. So Connor and I will uh, certainly – uh, be bringing you another show soon. And like I said, Connor, thanks for taking the time to basically be the main host of the show and just to be here with me. It's always fun. Yeah, it's, it's always a great time, Dave. Thanks for having me and uh, we'll see you next time. Definitely. Connor, thank you again. Listeners, thank you. Make sure you hit like, follow, subscribe on all of our platforms. Make sure you check out North Superior Brewing Company. I kind of blew it tonight because I didn't do any plot product placement. Sorry to all of our sponsors. We, you know that we love you. A lot of news to get into for baseball. A lot of catch up. But we're giving all the love to Northern here today and for the show and for their new tap room opening and especially giving all the love to the fathers out there. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, all the love. You know, without our fathers, whatever it may be, whatever circumstance uh, it may be for your father that's that, uh, is a part of your life or if they have passed on there's nothing better uh, than you know being a part of and having a father figure in your life and you know or has been in your life and happy father's day to those of course who do go above and beyond for us and as joey Votto said uh, either way to ensure that they're proud and that we are proud of them too it's it, that's such a great clip by joy Votto on the reds uh, it's twitter page that you can check out here to remind you to keep your stick on the ice swing your bats catch your touchdowns during your threes and shoot your shots booyah